Hello, and welcome to the All Creatures Great and Gone podcast with me, Carrie, Pet Bereavement Counsellor. Welcome to episode 10. This episode is a very special episode where I'm speaking to two former clients of mine, Carl and Rosie Simpson, about their experiences with love after loss. This is a very special episode of real people, real story, real emotions, and I would like to dedicate this episode to Percy the Pug, without whom this episode would not have been possible. Percy, this is for you. I wanted to talk to you both about what it's like to open your homes and your hearts to a new companion after losing a beloved companion. And I think there are people out there that are probably uh, wondering if it's okay to even consider taking on a new companion and whether there's something wrong with even thinking about it or whether there's a right or wrong time to do so. Now, I know that you've both um, taken on two uh, beautiful pugs, uh, Dougie and Lola, who uh, I've seen Lola briefly and they're absolutely adorable. And so I wanted to talk to you about your experience and um, if you're comfortable, um, everything that led to Lola and Dougie's um, arrival and your thoughts and feelings around um, the making the decision to take a new companion on and um, thought, you know, and please talk about, you know, um, Percy, the Percy. I'm so, yeah. And, and, you know, if, you, if you're comfortable, because um, I, you know, I don't, I, I think there are people that, We'll probably love to hear about about him and it would also mean that um, anyone that's in a similar position can relate to what you're going through or have been through and so I'm going to um, sort of pass over to yourselves now and so Carl and Rosie if you would mind just just talking me through everything and uh, for anyone listening out there um, any uh, bits of advice or uh, thoughts and feelings that, that you think people may find helpful. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, you might, sorry if you can hear uh, Lola, she's attacking my feet currently. <laughs> so she's, she's wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, for me personally, um, lo- losing, losing Percy as, as when we, we had our counseling sessions with yourself, Carrie, losing Percy was sort of one of the worst things that's ever happened to me really. Um, and I know that a lot of people who be listening will be thinking the exact same thing. And how can you ever like move forward with life? Um, I, we we got Lola and Dougie um, because we put in that we we kind of when we lost Percy we we didn't really know where to turn and what to do. So we decided to sort of put in our effort into helping a charity. Um, we love pugs. Percy was a pug. Um, and now Dougie's come to say hello as well. <laughs> um, Percy was a pug, so we we wanted to put our energy into helping other pugs like Percy. That were less fortunate. Yeah, that were a lot less fortunate than him. <laughs> um, and and these two kind of came along accidentally, really, didn't they? Yeah, because it was it was Carl's thirtieth, and that was just under a month after Percy died. So obviously, it was it was strange anyway, because it was COVID and lockdown and stuff like that, but. It was equally strange because we'd made plans and 
Percy was like in, involved in everything that we ever did. So Carl was dreading his, his first year. And so he decided to do a fundraiser for the Pug Dog Welfare Rescue Association um, on Facebook and just kind of picked it out of a hat and then, not out of a hat, but you know, at random, just a pug charity and stuff like that. Um, so we put that on and we offered to give them some like some of Percy's food and things like that as well. Um, and then as a result of that, Carl raised some money, didn't you? Yeah, we raised quite a bit of money together, didn't we? Yeah, in, in sort of Percy's memory and um, the Pug Dog Welfare Rescue, um, probably easier if I just say PDWRA. <laughs> <laughs> they were um, they, they were really thankful and like really, really kind hearted and everybody we spoke to there um it was not genuine about yeah it. genuine like thought for us and how how sort of how sad the situation was and obviously I mean we lost obviously people listening won't know we lost Percy very suddenly um when he was he was four just four um he, he, he got poorly quite quickly didn't he yeah um and he was that one in a million dog who just didn't recover from the medicine really um well that was Percy all over one in a million dog um, <laughs> so we, we we knew that about him um and so they were very genuine and we felt that having the people to talk to and a lot of them um like yourself and and the guys at PDWRA they they'd all lost um, and it was our first real loss of, yeah of a, of a best friend really mm. um and a family member and so, it felt more like not normal but that other people had been through it and that we weren't bad people or yeah you know, it, it wasn't like strange or weird it was it was sad and it was horrible but other people had got through it and I think that that was quite reassuring in a way as, as yeah. well wasn't it definitely and to yeah. listen to what they said of you never you never no matter what point in time in the future you never forget them and you never stop like a door in the ground they walk on yeah you remember everything about every little thing about them but I, I just try and like put it onto sort of a spin of myself if I if I was to not be here today I, I'd want Rosie to be happy for the rest of her life yeah. I want her to be happy and I know that Percy would have wanted us to be happy mm-hmm. so by we want what makes us happy is is helping animals <laughs> um, <laughs> And that's sort of started by Percy, really. So we're kind of following his legacy, aren't we? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think he's like the first dog. To, he was our first dog together and he's he changed our life. And if we didn't have Percy, we wouldn't have Dougie and Lola and we're yeah. going to have plenty more in the future, aren't we? Oh, yeah. That's all because of him and that's, that's all his legacy. And yeah. um, we do see Percy in Dougie and Lola. So like... Dougie's very sensitive and he picks up on your emotions and things like that. And, and that's what um, Percy was like. Yeah. He was also like wild and excited and quite sassy. And that's what Lola was like. Oh. Maybe do something that reminds us of Percy, but that but they're their own dog and they have their own identity. Yeah. Um, and we love them like for who they are as well. But yeah. they do have his traits. And sometimes we laugh, don't we? It's like, they do something naughty or yeah. cheeky that he did. We'll say, "Oh, that Percy's told him like that. That's there, yeah, or that they can get away with that, or whatever." And the amount of times we—I mean, every—it's every day, and I'd say it's almost hourly of being with them. We'll <laughs> talk to them, like not about Percy, because it's not—it's kind of like about things we did with Percy that we're now doing with these guys. Because mm. um, it's—I think it's important, and that was one of the sticking points that we were unsure of before we did like jump into adopting Dougie and Lola. Yeah. Uh, was 
like do we want to like overshadow their lives by constantly talking about Percy but what the, what's actually happened is kind of the opposite we do what we did with Percy while still talking about him whilst we do it with Dougie and Lola and telling these two about it as strange as it sounds like going for a nice walk oh you you your little brother used to love it here and because these are these are old and seven and a half and eight so uh, Percy was only four when he passed and we was like oh your little brother used to love doing that and then like Lola especially she'll just go wild and start enjoying doing whatever she's doing and Dougie will just plod behind you just nice and happy (laughs) and just you can tell how happy he is um so it's actually brought it the other way around where it makes us happy to talk about Percy because Mm -hmm. before that when like when when he, he first passed it was kind of lost track of time, really. And as I know that like, your listeners all understand uh, what they're going through, um, you lose track of time, you, you don't eat and you don't sleep. You, you just, you're not yeah. really there. You're just yeah. a bit of a, a, sh- a shed of a person, really. Yeah. But we, thanks to these and thanks to help from like yourself and thanks to help from people at, like PDWRA and, and, and family as well, yeah. it's, you, you do move forward and it's never going past it and you never like put them to the side because you love them exactly the same and that never changes yeah but to know that there is sort of a, a small a light at the end of the tunnel where you're kind of still holding their hand whilst you're playing with your other friends and stuff mm-hmm. it's it's brilliant yeah yeah it's, it's opened me up especially and I think you as well yeah to to talk about him whenever because it's yeah we don't cry and like we don't start sobbing to cry about him quite often yeah the, the mcdonald's advert the oh, other God, day yeah. the new christmas yeah. mcdonald's advert i don't know why it's just some monster that gets put in a wardrobe or whatever <laughs> it's dead oh, strange yeah. but it just honestly just set me off i could just imagine percy and you think oh does he feel like we're forgetting him and you like with the, the yeah. McDonald's advert, oh, he's put away in the cupboard yeah but yeah you, you, you kind of you're not you never forget you never stop talking about them no yeah. and I think we've always been like very open with our friends and family and you know like colleagues and things like that and we always speak about him and we didn't when he died we didn't want people to feel as if they couldn't talk about him because I think there's a phrase like the, the people who were spoken about or whatever aren't forgotten and that's how it is with Percy and I think people know sometimes that we might get a bit choked up if they say mm. something but would rather that they say it and yeah like this time of year it um like getting ready for Christmas and it was his birthday and on the 30th of December so we always mm. go away um so like this time of year now lots of things are coming up yeah. and I've been upset a few times and I was with, I was shopping with my mum the other day and I got upset but I think that I was glad that she she mentioned him because mm. you know that you know he's not forgotten it's like every time we go to my mm. nana and granddad's yeah yeah like this special ball and she always mentions it and stuff and like yeah I just like that because it's like he's still he's not here but he's still being spoken about and what's yeah. great as well is we can we show these two those things and they're creating their own memories with us yeah so rather than I just I felt like when when we was unsure of oh is it too soon or should we do this should we do that when, when we adopt, adopted these two was like it's the cutting your nose off to spite your face sort of job yeah like why would I we put like time yeah. on it didn't we it was like we'd ha- we have yeah. to wait for six months or we have to wait for 12 months and then and I don't know why we said that because no mm. one ever said that to us yeah but we made this rule and then when we started helping the charity they was like you know would but would you be interested in da da and 
had this conversation and we, we was like oh it's too soon but but then why why like yeah, why, why are we saying that mm. we, we you know we want them and that was the only time that we'd smiled in like a month as well and they sent us pictures of them and stuff like that so in the end we decided we spoke to the people and they were like no one's judging you you just it's just yourself so yeah. that's when we decided to do it and I can honestly say that I've never had one day where where I've felt like I shouldn't have done it or yeah. I've, I've kind of regretted it or anything like that it's just I feel like yeah it's probably weird and some people won't like agree with it but I feel like they sense it when when you're sad and they sense that some some days are difficult and they give you like extra attention oh, yeah, and they're just there they just help yeah yeah oh I'm really I'm really happy I think um a lot of what you've said I think I've I can remember speaking to like other clients that have been in similar situations and they're considering taking on new companions and um like so I think it's it's nice for people to hear that what they're thinking isn't that out there you know that there's um somebody else that um that they've never met that they may not meet but yet you have the same sort of mindset around it and and it was interesting like you know when you said that you both sort of put a time limit on yourselves that it has to be a certain amount of time and like you said no one's actually said that out loud to you or would have thought it but it's, it's something that we do I think quite naturally we think that it's like this unwritten rule that surely there has to be a time limit when it's acceptable and I wonder if it sort of fits in with this sort of um like you know pet grief it still falls under like the disenfranchised grief term where it's a a loss that isn't seen as being socially accepted and so I wonder whether some of the time restraints that we put on ourselves is maybe connected to what not so much what we want but what we assume others would prefer us to do and I think that's where it, I don't know, I think it adds to the pain sometimes where we feel ready to take on a new companion, but we're so burdened with the perceptions of others or what we perceive to be, what they may think. Um, or you'll have, there's, um, there'll be people out there that'll be quick to uh, make their opinions known as to what they feel you should do even though they're not you and they're not in your position and so I think it weighs on your mind you think oh well you know if, if we you know if, we, if we've done it too late or too soon and really the, like you said there is no time limit there is no right or wrong time to do it and I've said to clients in the past that whenever you're thinking of taking on a new companion is the right time because I, I think with the pain of the loss you wouldn't consider taking on a new companion if you weren't ready and I think deep down subconsciously when we're thinking about it we are ready even if our heart's not quite caught up with it mm-hmm. and it's I think it's important for people to realize that and like listening to yourselves <laughs> is that um taking on new companions doesn't mean that you've erased the memory of your companion and I think a lot of people struggle with that is that they look at the new companions and they think the reason the only reason they're here is because they're not. And I think that, and so um, I was just wondering when, um, when I think like some people struggle with, if they take on a new companion as to 
whether they would struggle to separate the new companions and characters from their loved one that they've lost. Mm -hmm. And I know, like you said, you know, you see a lot of Percy and Dougie and Lola. It's almost like he sort of split himself into the two and he's, you know, he's like half Mm -hmm. into Dougie and half into Lola. And it's like, right, well, there's two of them, so spread out and, you know. um, And I just wonder if... um, if you, what your experiences were when you first brought them home, were you, did you accidentally call them like Percy or did you attribute Percy's behaviours to them? And but, um, but then you realised that obviously you, you know they're their own characters, their own personalities, but also over time they, they do genuinely act like Percy did, and it's a comfort. So um, I don't know if you'd just like to just talk about your experiences when they first sort of came home and how you settled, how you, when, when I talk to clients about this, I say it's like you're all restarting, you're all starting again. You, you're you're coming from a place where uh, of loss and your whole world's been turned upside down. And then the companion you're taking on, they're coming from all that they've known and all their familiarities, and they're coming into a home that is strange to them. This new life without your companion is strange to you. And so you're both, you're all trying to um, rebuild your lives and bond together. So um, what were your your experiences um, of when you first brought, like, Lola and Dougie home? It was... Um... It it was sort of the the happy. It's the happiest we'd been since before Percy was ill. Like straight away, um, when they both come in, how excited! Oh yeah, they were so excited. They were, they were really when we giddy. Parked up outside, they were like sprinting yeah. around the car, like yeah. hanging on the windows, trying and to get there. out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they kind of knew. And um, it was for for us. I think we. Um, I know. I I personally don't know about you, Rose. weren't I wasn't ready for a puppy and the whole training routine. Yeah, that that just didn't feel at the time I wasn't ready for me. And that's not me saying because we obviously we adopted these guys and we spoke about like helping the charity and stuff. I don't want to kind of like put anybody else off who's saying, well, but I want a puppy. Yeah. That's great. Like, great. Yeah. Whatever, whatever works for, for you guys. I don't seem like um so like we're saying, just just get an older dog. Like, don't get whatever's right for you at the at the time. Yeah. Uh, and there's no right or wrong answer with it at all. It's whatever suits you and suits your family and suits your situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so like kind of on, on these two, when, when we first brought them in, it was, um, we, we got, we got a takeaway, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> like that these were straight away jumping up on sofa, like straight away, weren't getting involved <laughs> on the move now. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, it was. I think that was a thing in itself yeah. as well. Cause we were like, a small things like, are we having like, I know it sounds weird, but Percy slept with us in the bed and it was at the start, it was like, are they going to sleep with us in the bed because that Percy did that? But we kind of agreed from the offset that they'd be treated the same as him. And, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it's weird because you feel shallow or, or yeah. am I treating them different? Or you just feel All like those questions loyalties. It's yeah. weird, a weird feeling, but... We decided together that we were treating, and now it, that would never be a thought, but it was just yeah. that initial kind of scoping things out and understanding how we felt and things like that. But you, you worry, don't you, about stuff that when about like, oh, what, what if they're not going to like? Because Percy was like, he loved kids, he loved, he loved everyone basically. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from a greyhound on the estate, we hated him. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Percy loved everyone, so you kind of worry, like, because we've got nieces and nephews, you think. 
is he what are these two going to be like your niece and nephews and the, he was absolutely adored you, yeah. your mum and dad and and your nana and granddad and my mum and dad and he he like he, like we worried straight away will these like him like them and and stuff but as soon as they walked in the door you forgot about everything yeah all of that and it was just like the sheer joy of seeing like their face happy yeah and that that really worked for us um and I that was a big thing with them being rescued is that mm-hmm. we felt like we we were saving them essentially and they were saving us as well and yeah. i think like carl yeah. said the puppy thing like we didn't think about having a puppy because for us yeah, at that, that point it just wasn't right yeah. Um, yeah. and i think when when we heard that they were a bit older we was worrying like well yeah. what happens if they die yeah and, what if it comes know, again what if yeah. this happens again but then yeah. What happened with Percy was so rare that we just decided that you know you can't think like that, and we just when Percy died, we realised that the one thing we could take away was that every single day we told him how much we loved him, and he knew that, and he yeah. lived like the best life. Yeah. And that's all we do with these. We just love like love everything about them, and just give them everything we can, and yeah. it will happen. But we know that we've given them the best life and that's all you can ever do really um, they've, they've got a new lease of life haven't they to be fair like yeah. especially Dougie's he's like half his weight and yeah. he, he come not very well cared did they and stuff and but he, he's like lost half his weight and now he'll smash out like five six miles loves it yeah no and Lola we when we first got him it was quite poorly weren't they um so Dougie got an eye ulcer like pretty much straight away Mm. Um, and Lola gets cysts in her feet and they were relentless like yeah. properly relentless yeah um, and the charity have been fantastic as well like the PDWRA um, but we've got something now touch wood that yeah. she hasn't had a cyst for like four months now because um, mm. we've got like a, a treatment plan that was never put in place it was just like for, for her it, it is a simple thing as like a, a steroid spray on her feet yeah dried and it really is simple every two days yeah, and I, I forgot about that actually yeah. because not long after we'd we'd got them, um, it was about a month. Dougie yeah. got this ulcer on his eye, and it was really mm. bad. And it was relentless. We were doing yeah. drops every like two hours. We were doing like yeah. night shifts again, and obviously that brought back memories of caring for Percy and things like yeah. that. And that is a, that's quite important, I think, to mm. share is that that was hard. Like that was really emotionally yeah. demanding, emotionally wasn't it? Because yeah. we were we registered them at the same vets because we were pleased with the service that we got but then obviously we're at the vets every week so we were back at the place and yeah. there was tears in the vets and yeah it was that was hard and I think that is something to be aware of especially yeah, if you're rescuing is that you know you might end up caring for them and yeah. obviously things happen that you're not expecting and yeah mm. he got this ulcer and it was quite demanding and that was really difficult but since oh, then since then you see a different dog he's really like in, in such a small space of time like from having because we didn't obviously we didn't know him like and what he was like he straight away got this ulcer and mm. then it was a good month and a half mm. weren't it of like every couple of hours and stuff he got to got it down to after about a month we got it down to once every four hours a drop and it's like yeah. my word but um just from that point to see Dougie now, sorry, Lola's kicking off. Um, to see Dougie now is just it worth every second of it because he is another, he's a completely different dog, and yeah. going mental at the birds and stuff. It's brilliant yeah. to see. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was. Um, after all that said and done, it was well worth. It's it's just so worth having them. 
yeah. for me. They just, like, like Rosie said, we rescued them, but they rescued us absolutely as much because we were we were struggling and to yeah. have to have these guys to help us through it mm. as, and to we could all like sort of cuddle each other because we we're all struggling mm. and we've kind of like bloomed blossomed out of it all together as one sort of thing yeah um, which has been really special yeah, yeah. but I think like you were saying Carrie I think at the start we didn't we were very blank canvas and we were like the the their own dogs and I struggled to, I didn't want to really put any of Percy's characteristics or traits, like mirror them onto them. So mm-hmm. kind of just let them settle in. And it did take a while. They were quite quiet at the start. And, um, but I think now we know them, we know them really well. Mm-hmm. They do have his traits. And I think yeah. that's just often, must just be pug traits really. And mm-hmm. definitely a sprinkle from, from him. But mm-hmm. um, they do, they do have them. Um but I think no, we've all, we've been quite yeah. We've not put him onto them, have we? We've no way. Wait, wait. I see it as well. We say to our nephew because obviously it's hard to see. He's only he's only four, I think. Yeah, four, isn't it? and it's hard to sort of explain kind of death and everything. Um, and it's not our place to say death to our nephews, his mum and dad's, it's whatever they want to do, however they want to do it. So one way we've been saying is like when because he loved Percy, he was like, "Where's Percy?" And so we kind of sort of said he's, he works on the Rainbow Bridge. He's, he's at work. He sends dogs to help other people. So that's kind of how it's worked in my mm. mind as well, that he's gone up there and gone, right, hang on, you need some help. Here's, here's Dougie and Lola. So that's, it's he's like, these two are a gift sort of sent from him, really. Yeah. And I think um, there'd be some things that we wouldn't be able to carry on doing in Percy's legacy. So we wouldn't. We were like we went to like the pub cafe the other week with them, and obviously we're telling everyone about Percy as well as these, and we wouldn't be in those kind of situations where you're with dog lovers and things like that, so we wouldn't have the opportunity to talk about Percy and and different things. So yeah, yeah, I think it, yeah, it's definitely been the right decision. I think with the illness side of things, that's the only thing that's been a bit difficult, but yeah. Um, it was just a panic of being at the vets and all that kind of thing um kind of here we go again yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. We it in us really yeah <laughs> but we, we did and here they are snoring away now next to us <laughs> oh i was i was going to ask you actually about the vets like when you were saying um i think it is it's quite an interesting point to sort of cover as well is that um if obviously we do take on a new companion then they will need vet visits and when I do I train veterinary staff in pet bereavement and uh, we talk about like client attrition and why clients don't return to a practice and I've said that there are a few things that we can prevent and we can control and there are other things that are beyond our control such as losing um, a companion but the uh, effect that that had on that that client mm-hmm. um, so as much as the serve, you know, it, it, you could be providing platinum service, but if the memories and the trauma of the loss is just too much to bear, then you obviously wouldn't want to go back to that practice just because, not of, because of the staff, but because of the memories that that building holds. Yeah. Um, so I think for yourselves to have a good experience, um, I just wonder how you personally sort of overcame any feelings of like fear like did you ever 
considered going to another practice just because of um, the practice you used, like was where, you know, Percy, uh, because of everything that happened with Percy? Yeah. Or um, was it, I mean, what do you have any advice for people that may not have any choice as to where they go if they take on a new companion? They have to go back to their old practice. Um, how you, you know, sort of overcame any feelings of nervousness or fear or if there was any of that or you know what would you sort of say to people that may be concerned about how they will cope doing it yeah yeah so it was kind of, it's a bit of a tale of two halves because he was registered at a, a vet near us and um, and we decided not to send Dougie and Lola there but to send them to Armac because they gave us the emergency care for Percy and we were really thankful of that and yeah with like the restrictions and things like that um they were really good because obviously we, we were in lockdown and things but they they still let us like see him and I know some people weren't allowed to do that when they'd lost pets and um, it was like in car parks and things so we saw him like privately and they were really understanding so I think we wanted to um to register Dougie and Lola there because yeah. because of that and we did but I think one of the weirdest things was um when we rang to book them oh, God, the, yeah. the noise of the, the, the hold, hold music music mm. like it just it makes us feel physically yeah. sick when you still. hear you hear people talking like and like about PTSD yeah, yeah. and and then you kind of like hear like what they've said of like the the things that they they feel when they, they do go through PTSD and that's the only time I've ever felt it because it was it was just like it brings back every yeah. like oh, and the, and the yeah. alarm. You're, yeah. We had to change Rosie's because Rosie's phone because obviously he was getting calls about Percy through the night. Yeah, we had to change your phone, weren't it? Yeah, and, and my alarm and yeah, the, the noise was so much. But that takes start taking it back to the vets. That that was the hardest bit. Um, mm. One thing uh, like I, I, I that really helped me, I and mean, I don't know if it this probably doesn't work for everybody. Um, but one thing that I found was when, when we spoke uh, to the vets about Percy and when he was passing, mm. um, the vet said that don't worry. He wasn't on his own. I was with him that really like, cause he, he went really quickly, like very quickly. Mm. And we were booked in and we just missed him by about half an hour, but that we we've said, and, and I feel as though this is true. He didn't want us to, he didn't want us to see him like that. So yeah. that's, yeah. sometimes you can't affect life and that's that's what happened that's the way it was and that's what happened mm. but for, for me what made me gave me like the um like, uh, wanting to go back to the, the vets where we're at was mm. because she, she said it to me without that kind of prompt like he wasn't on his own and that that meant a lot for yeah. me really um yeah. really stuck in your head it? yeah yeah definitely just to know that like the little man he wasn't on his he wasn't on his own and that mm. that meant a lot that his little paw was getting held yeah so that that made that really did help me yeah and I think people you know obviously you know this Carrie but I think people sometimes don't realize that when you're in a situation like that you you hang on to every word that somebody's saying so yeah. it makes such a difference and I can still remember I can still remember the everything about seeing Percy after it after he'd passed away and the vet and I remember that she was she was almost crying and yeah. to me that made me think that you know you are human and yeah. it was just that that human touch really but I think it's helpful for us because the vet 
the vet that we go to, they aren't that. They have a branch, a different branch. So we often go to the other branch, not the emergency branch. So, yeah. and I always try to get appointments yeah. there because I don't, I don't, I don't like going to the other one. Yeah. Um, so that's helpful. Yeah, 100%, um, definitely. But we have been to the other one, and I did, and I did get upset because I saw the same nurse, which yeah. he remembered me, and um, I obviously. Had, I told you know we spoke about Percy and I got really upset and she was like go out to your car and she came out to my car and spoke to me and stuff like that so mm. I feel like they've just been really understanding they've been yeah they've been like um like friends uh, at the time they were kind of like friends through it because when we saw that because she was like the, the nurse she was upset <laughs> yeah. she was crying as well yeah so that was kind of like 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 Rosie said like there is a human side of the vets and that we really appreciated that yeah um, I know they have to be professional yeah. but I think to have that to just to have that side of, you know mm. just being human and understanding what it's like it just goes such a long way when you're in that situation because that's all you want you just want to be treated yeah you know how they'd like to be treated and, and that's what they did so. yeah definitely definitely yeah yeah oh good good um yeah that's, I think that's really useful for people you know, for people to hear. And I think it's going to be very reassuring for a lot of people out there as well. And um, again, this is something that I've I discussed with veterinary staff is that, um, you know, it because sometimes veterinary staff will be like, is it okay to cry with a client? And and I'll say, yeah, you know, if, if you know the client well enough and it's not taking anything away from them, you know, you're supposed to be comforting them, not the other way around. So, you know, and I think, yeah, I think a lot of people tend to see the sort of clinical professional side of the veterinary team and assume that they don't care, but they don't tend to see us crying once you've left or welling mm-hmm. up during the appointment. And, you know, I think more so now, um, more people are tending to let that more informal side of them that sort of peep out and be like, look, you know, we've got jobs to do, but we're still human. And and I'm, I'm glad that, you know, you had, um, uh, it's, it seems strange to say a positive experience, but I mean, I'm glad that the staff yeah. were supportive and that, you know, they didn't add to your distress. They, they took away from it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I think that's brilliant. And, um, yeah, I, I, I think... Um, I don't know. I, I just think I wanted to do this episode because I just feel that there's somebody out there that needs to hear it. And I just felt that it would be better to come from real owners that have gone through it and come out the other side, as it were. And, um, you know, there'll be, as I said, there'll be somebody somewhere that's in a similar position and they'd be like, do you know what? That's how, where I am now. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to hear that there is another side to it and that, you know, it, it's, so yeah, I think that's brilliant, and um, I loved that um, how you came about like Dougie and Lola, and and again, there's no right or wrong thing to do, you know, rescue um, or buy from a breeder. It's entirely a personal choice, mm-hmm. um, but I love that. Um, I, I don't know. I'm a great believer in like things happening for a reason, that, and like you know, you um, were involved with this. You you know just sort of picked this that charity at random as it were and and then you came across like Dougie and Lowell and it's like they were waiting it's almost like they were waiting for you and like you needed them they needed you 
And like you said, it's like Percy's legacy. You know, they're Percy's still getting involved in some way in, in Dougie and Lola's lives. And, um, you know, like you say, you can talk to them about him and, um, you know, they're learning about the little brother that they've not met, but that they know existed and they can, you know, and they're being... I think if they're being treated half as well as Percy was being treated, then they're very, very lucky dogs because... <laughs> you won't tell um, them that at dinner time. It's as if the throat's been cut when it gets... Oh, yeah, pugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worst parents ever. <laughs> oh, so this is the thing from what I... From, like, from our, like, uh, sessions and from what I gathered, like, regarding, like, Percy, the, the main thing that came through was that this pug Percy was absolutely adored and that he had like pretty much the best life a pug could wish for and you know from the sounds and looks of things Dougie and Lola are really landed on their feet and you know they've yeah you know I, I don't know what they've been through but I feel that the life that they have now has just erased all the bad memories and you know there's only fun times and apart from the trauma of having to wait more than five minutes for a meal, which I think is absolutely absurd. I can't believe you put them through that. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Um, but I think I think it's brilliant. And I like the fact that you were able to sort of donate some of Percy's things to a charity rather than... See, this is another thing people struggle with, like the belongings, like what to do with them. And um, I've known a few people that have donated things to uh, charities and... And again, there's no right or wrong, you know, keep them, donate them, throw them out, but whatever feels right. Um, but I just, I don't know, I just think it's really heartwarming that um, it all sort of came full circle in a way, you know, you 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 did one good turn led to another, so you, you know, um, did something good for this charity, fundraised, and, and then you rewarded almost, I suppose, with these two, you know, new additions, and um like I tend to say to people, you know, if you do take on a new companion, they're they're never a replacement, they're a new addition. And um I think it's gonna be nice for people to hear that there is space for new additions that, you know, because I know you you both absolutely a dog person, let's say worship the ground just a little pause hit. And and so it's nice to see that you are able to um I don't know. I think some people wouldn't worry that they won't have enough love for another companion, that they felt like all the love they could ever possibly have had for another living being um, stopped with the loss of their companion. So, and like with yourselves, it's sort of proof that that isn't the case. You know, your heart just expands and, you know, um, how do you feel about it? Yeah. Different, like, what it's like, you love their different traits or you know you, you have a different kind of bond with, with them all and you know there's there's obviously things that we do with Percy that we don't do with them or whatever but there's you know they all bring their own type of love and you kind of have a different bond with them and you know you, Dougie's not going to be kind of you know sprinting around yeah, he's no like, more Farrah but he's you know he's like uh, Lola and Percy a bit more like agile yeah. and yeah fightable, but then Dougie's the most loyal, loving oh, God, yeah. like doggy who just follow you around, just wants to be with you all the time, yeah. just wants 
to be loved and he's just a big comfort blanket really isn't yeah he? yeah and I think we're his big comfort blanket as well because yeah. he's never he's never had that and I think he kind of he loves that he can follow somebody around all day <laughs> yeah. he loves it he's great he's great for him and I think Lola's finally she, she's obsessed with toys mm-hmm. um and so for I don't I don't think she's ever had a toy has she by the sounds of it um but you know, she had one, didn't she? But yeah. yeah, but she she's got like free access to her toys whenever she wants them. Mm. So it's, I mean, she's literally lay. She's got a carrot toy, and she's lay on a carrot toy now. <laughs> so yeah. like, she she's just happy as Larry that she does that, and she's got that, and she and she can just play whenever she wants to play. She run up with your toy, and she's you know she's going to get ten minutes of play. So yeah, that's lovely, it? it has been rewarding. I think, like you say, obviously, you know, we're not judgmental about rescuing are we? but it's no been. Way. It's been nice to see them like blossom and Lola didn't like being picked up when we first got her, but now she's yeah. you can pick her up and have her on her back and like rub her belly and you know she's she just feels so free and so mm-hmm. comfortable here and yeah it's just that that just makes it so rewarding. Yeah, but, um, and I think the same would be with a if if you was to get a pup it would be to see them grow up and to know yeah. that you've trained them and you know that like they're learning all the manners through you and, and like, you know, that they're becoming their own dog because mm. of you giving them that opportunity as a puppy to grow. So yeah. I, either way, it just works. Yeah. It works so, so well. Then it's, I think, I, I know for, for me, I, I, I was really, really struggling. I know you was as well. Not, I, I just don't want to talk on your behalf, Rose, but like, I, I was really struggling and I didn't know what to do but like what at that point and having these as the light at the, the end of the tunnel, and having the charity at the, end, like, at the end of the tunnel, that was me personally, was really like what helped get me through really from the end. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think all I could ever think was, you know, that if there's anyone else going through this, then, you know, because that's what I, like I say, that's yeah. what all I wanted when it was us, was for someone else to tell me that they'd been through it. And we like joined some Facebook groups and yeah. if there was like a young dog would be like look this dog was free when it died and it's yeah, not definitely. and I know it sounds awful but you kind of you obviously don't want any dog to die either but you get comfort from knowing that it's not just you and that other people have yeah gone through it or that they're going through it currently and yeah. that's mm-hmm. all that's all I could ever think is that you know I just like to help one person and mm-hmm. you know we were never ashamed of putting like Dougie and Lola on Facebook and showing up yeah. like our friends and things because they like you say they knew how much we love Percy and nobody mm. ever thought that they were here to replace him yeah. but yeah. you know they were they were kind of our, our kind of new adventure our new chapter with yeah. him on our shoulder or whatever but yeah definitely. 100%. I think you know it's right I think as soon as we saw the pictures and like I remember Carl showed me the pictures and he was like doing this like weird smile thing that like, we've not done for so long. Yeah, the smile, like we've not like, seen it for months. Yeah, yeah neither yeah. of us had smiled for months. It's like a bit of a, a giddiness. And yeah. then when we like agreed and it was all sorted, like we were buying them stuff, like getting it's the balls and we had like so the wonderful, balls yeah. out for like two weeks. Yeah, for two weeks in the bed and stuff <laughs> ready for them in the middle of the room. But yeah, like, it's, it's we went from both of us not sleeping, both of us just crying all the time. We can only watch two programs. Yeah, the, honestly, it's so TV. weird. What was it? Taskmaster and um, Would I Lie, I lie to, to You. That's all we could no watch. Animal, no dogs in it. It was no. sad. It was funny. And and... From that point, we knew, like, the smile started coming. And from that point, we could talk about Percy. Mm. Um, 
because before that we couldn't we couldn't even say his name just yeah. without crying and like what the two television programs like we'd never watched them before with Percy and I think that's probably why we could only watch them sort of thing yeah. and we could start talking about P and going oh yeah Percy used to love that oh we can go there with Dougie and Lola Percy would like to come with us and mm. little stuff like yeah, that yeah and I think it just build up gradually so there's there's places that we've still not been to since mm. losing Percy and like we we went to Northumberland a lot with him and it was it's like a really special place to us because we got engaged there and stuff like that and yeah. we got when we got married we wanted to go on a like a mini moon so obviously we spoke about it and we decided that it was there Dougie and Lola's first holiday and stuff and we didn't want to spend the week upset and reliving per, like what we'd done with Percy we wanted we know all that and we wanted to make a new memory with them so we went somewhere completely different where none of us had ever been and um, and you know we'll go to Northumberland eventually and we'll show them Percy's kind of retrace Percy's yeah, pause but yeah yeah but we've got to kind of make a decision on you know how you're going to make the new memories as well I yeah, think. definitely definitely and you, you owe it to them the new the new companion to make new memories with them and yeah. that, that's special for us to be able to make new memories with these guys yeah and knowing that we did very similar things with Percy as well so he's there in your heart too so yeah and we know well. that he'd like it and we talk about him and things like that and we both have like a piece of jewelry with his ashes in so we always make sure that we wear that on like special days and yeah so we feel uh, only on special days we do it so not every day because feel as though like he wouldn't come to Aldi with me so why does he need to come to Aldi now with me? But yeah. like, if we're going a day out, it's great. Yeah. I got a tattoo of him the other week as well. So yeah. he's, he's oh. in my arm now all the time. So yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, well, thank you both very, very much. And I, I, I honestly do feel that this is going to be really reassuring for somebody out there. And um, I'll be sure to let you know of any feedback I get about this, this episode. But I really, yeah... Um, and like from a professional standpoint, I, some of the things that you've said is are things that I tell clients. And so it's nice, like from my side to hear you saying it without, you know, someone saying like, oh, can you say this? You know, you, you, you genuinely feel and thought these things. And so from a professional side, it's nice to know that what I'm saying to clients is what, you you know some clients are either already experienced or thinking or doing or saying so you know it's a reassurance for me professionally but also um for any um people out there that are listening um that you know there may be parts of this episode with like oh I'm that doesn't relate to me or I can't relate to that at the moment but then there'd be other parts where I feel people will be like Do you know what that's spot on that's me I'm going to listen because I that's where I am now. So I'm so grateful to you both for talking to me about it. Thank you very, very much. And to you as well because, yeah, yeah. you got us through some dark days. So really did, Carrie. Yeah, thank you. Oh, that's really sweet. Thank you very much. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Um, so can I just double-check it? The um, Pug Dog Welfare Rescue Association. Perfect, yeah. Yeah, yeah PDWRA. <laughs> Don't say it after a few Pinot Grigios. Yeah. <laughs> so I think what I'll do is I'll put um, a link to their charity on the episode um, 
So what I'll do is I'm going to upload this and I'm going to put a link to uh, this the pug dog welfare and um, and yeah and I think um, I think it's going this is going to help uh, a lot of people out there and um, so yeah I'm really you know really glad that you um, were able to you know to talk about everything and. I really appreciate your, your time and um, thank you. So back in six, yeah. So, yeah, it's like it feels a bit like full circle in a way. And, yeah, yeah. Like you say, it might not be relevant to everyone, but I feel like we deserve to get to do to give. Like we kind of we should give back yeah, because yeah. we're a bit stronger now, and some people might mm. like, deserve that. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think definitely. you're going to help a lot of people. I think um, I think this is going to help a lot more people than you probably know or will ever know. And I think it's, yeah, I think it's great. To, and again, you know, people might be listening thinking, oh, you know, that maybe they're not in that position right now, but unfortunately maybe they'll, they'll come a point where they are and they'll think, do you know what, I'm going to have a re-listen and listen and your, I think your words will be very comforting and reassuring so thank you so much for that thank, thank you, you. Um, thank you thank you <laughs>